Hey everyone. So I'm going to try and encapsulate, I mean, given the information I was just given, what the purpose, how this thing works, and why it's so fucking brilliant, right? So an event, event, sir, happened to you early on, right? Events. Events that are overwhelming for a child, right? Those events, for you to survive those events, not having any strategies or tools, you shut them down. You fragment and you shut them down. You play dead. You're not dead. You're in an unconscious coma. All comas are unconscious, Marie. What are you saying? That just came out. Because <laughs> I want to talk about being unconscious. It's literally like you're in a fucking coma. However, <clears throat> that doesn't mean that you're dead. Because as I explained before, what they steal is your energy. I'm going to shut you down, or you might actually shut yourself down, right? But then, nonetheless, you're going to perform, you know, the antics that are required. You are going to come in and give the performance of your life to survive. And that performance will be written and scripted by the invader or the predator right so you're shut down the events are shut down they didn't happen because you weren't conscious of them and then you start building the person they want so you actually came as a lemon tree, but they're like, fuck that. I'm going to, you know, I want a giraffe. Right? I'm going to try and put it in very practical terms because this stuff is, the more I see it, it's so unbelievably practical, even though it's actually, you're healed in, in these other realms with the medicine. And so there was a point where though I actually came back to life I think I remember a few things when I was three and then things started to really become conscious when I was around eight seven or eight most of that between that I, I cannot remember I didn't remember having a childhood I didn't remember any loving gestures nothing I don't remember anything so which, you know, anybody think, oh, that's normal, you know, whatever. All right, so, so there's a piece of you that's unconscious, that has all the horror, the information that happened, and that remains unconscious. But what you build is a person that is building itself around 
the needs and desires of that family unit. And to exist there, you must perform uh, the part. And if there's a lot of terror and fear, um, and I just remember these beady eyes looking at me all the time. And it, the, the, it was, you know, a silencing, a judgment. There was a lot in that look. But I was, you know, quick to respond because I was so terrified. So I was always, whatever, trying to, you know, reach the top of the Himalayas. Everything had to be extreme. Everything I did was extreme, right? I, I had to get the best marks, you know, the best. Everything was like an extreme. Because unknowing to me, the outcome of not, you know, fulfilling the tasks was the horror that I'd left in the unconscious. I didn't know that. Anyway, so there you go. In the end, you are cooked in, right? At the beginning, you are separate. You are the egg, they are the flower, the mother is the water, whatever. And in this cooking stage of trauma, when you become unconscious, you're pulled in. You're cooked in with them. The whole cake is being cooked. And you agree, again, because you're unconscious, to perform the part that they need for you to all become this one thing. That's it. And then you go and you do your life and... But you're living with this huge chunk of you that's unknown, that actually controls you, and that keeps you caked, you know, cooked, caked, cooked. And consequently, your life force is very reduced. And what you're doing, the motivation of what you do is coming from something that you can't see, just terror. And of course, you build all your stories and aren't they fabulous? And you know, I need to save them and whatever. My story was I'm a heroine for them. I have to save them. All right. So you're going to concoct. This is a construction. But what you're carrying is really a time bomb. And what you're carrying and what you can't see is the poison that will eventually kill you if you don't get to open it up. Right? It's like you're carrying this poison. Okay. To hurt a child in any way, especially in sexual abuse, is to break the sacred trust, right? It's sick. Children are sacred. Sacred. Right? They're given as gifts. They're not here to be used or hurt or refused. No. They're here for, you to, for them to show up and you to reflect them. Right? Blossom them. Take, like, God, you know, you're, they're like magnificent flowers. All right. So... The oval that the child the, is already so you're already carrying this vast poisonous continent of shit that you cannot see, but you have been severed from, right? Severing, severing, severing. Trauma is fragmentation. I don't know what my right hand is doing. My left hand doesn't know what my right hand is doing. All right. So you've lived there and cooked up and you've made all your stories about them and now you're really bonded to these people. You don't know, you know I mean, on the surface they're your parents, but they're also the enemy, right? So you're in total fucked up them because the trick is, oh, 
compare my parents. And the other trick is, but I've had to refuse half my fucking childhood, you know, most of my childhood. You don't know that, by the way. Why do I feel uncomfortable? Why is this, why is, why do I always, you know, have this low-grade anxiety? Why is it when I go out with my friends, I think I'm going to die? Why am I always thinking about death? I'm only five, right? None of it makes sense for many reasons. They're your parents. You don't remember. You were unconscious in the events that happened. And you can't see the enemy because you bonded with the enemy. This is an incredible shit show of confusion for a child. But the enemy is within you, right? They've moved in. You're cooked in them. You agreed to refuse. You had to, by the way. There's no shade. You agreed to refuse the horror and the truth. And then suddenly at some point, they start giving you all this attention. With me, this is what happened. They start giving you all this attention. I get this stainless steel tennis racket. Like I'm being bullied and at the same time, it's all grooming, right, for children. I'm being bullied at the same time I'm being gifted. Bullied, gifted, bullied, gifted. My siblings are looking on going, why is she getting all the attention? And they're furious, as they should be, right? Right, so here you are thinking you're the number one child. You're greatly loved because they're attending to you. And also they're bullying you, but the the pieces you don't want to see you shut down. Because survival is the ultimate thing. Okay, so I don't know what your content is, your narrative, your structure, how it was constructed. It's all very clever how people do this, by the way. There are all sorts of tricks. But to a child, everything is confusion, right? Because it's only here for one reason. It's here to survive. Okay, so what you do if if you've used all your strategies, and I... Again, I wasn't present for that. So the universe, your instincts, shuts everything down, tries to make the situation work, agrees to it, builds itself according to their conditions, and is basically walking around with a huge continent of unknown shit, which is forever destabilizing, you know. Why doesn't this work out? Why doesn't that relationship work? Why was I with that person? Endless things that don't work that still leave you hanging that still right the circle can't be completed ever because you don't know you're carrying around this whole continent of shit that included you and which you have been poisoned by right okay so essentially and it's energy it's, it's, it's all that information lives in an energetic war that is frozen. So when I say that you have to meet the resistances for every time you have been overwhelmed, there is an energetic war built with information And that energetic war has now personified itself, or that all that energy is now active, and it's these kind of entities of fear. 
So one of the things for me, as I started to wake up, or the med, I mean, I didn't, the medicine did all, I mean, I was there, I, but the medicine was doing all the work is, were these entities of like, you know, these like terrifying gargoyles of terror. They sit at the entrance of those, you know, if there's a wall, let's say there's a wall of frozen, if you can imagine this metaphorically, if there's a wall of frozen energetic resistance that you have face to face with, in front of that, that wall that's frozen has all the information of what happened. But in front of that wall is a whole cavalry of mercenaries and and terror, right? They're there to terrify you, to not penetrate the wall. And that's the fear of childhood, sort of the fear that you felt suddenly springing up into these sort of active entities that are in your system. So in front of every wall that needs to be pierced is this, you know, 10,000 strong army of, you know, terrifying demons and shit that are essentially the terror that was evoked when the events happened. So every time, and again, if it's actually, um, you know, it, it might have been constructed in a different way for you, but what you're facing is the resistance to seeing the truth. And that resistance built early on is now frozen in this very powerful wall in front of which is pure terror. I mean, is, is, is are those sort of the gargoyles and the, you know, the whole cavalry of demonic forces saying, don't look here, don't come here. And it's built within you, energetically. So I have layers and layers of these walls for every terrifying event that happened between the years of three and eight, I have to face, I have to tear down by overcoming the fear, releasing the resistance and seeing the information, right? So there are three steps to it. On the, on the way back, right, as you uncook the cake, <clears throat> as the medicine helps you get back home and it is a journey home, there are many hurdles. Each one of those hurdles is a wall. Each wall contains that information that happened in that past that's frozen. In front of that wall is, you know, 10,000 terrifying demons saying, don't come here. And you've got to face the terror, the demons, and then you have to puke up that resistance and then the information comes. And it's when you're coming up to that wall of resistance, you're just like, oh my God, um, it's just terrifying. It's like facing a fucking tidal wave, right? 
and then bang. So every time a resistance is met, the whole jigsaw puzzle is being put back together. Because you can't live with eight years of your life or whatever wiped out, right? That's what the medicine is doing. She is putting you back together. It's the Humpty Dumpty thing, right? She's going to put every piece of you back. In order to do so, she needs to uncook your whole being to get to the piece because you've built your life on what you've refused in your childhood. If it was an, and I say childhood because it's at your most vulnerable and your most powerless, and you know, you can't do anything. I, what are you going to do? Four year old, I, I undo anything, right? Right. So, what you've built has been built out of the wound. So, all of it is wrong, right? If the trick is the parents, well, that's wrong because you were cooked there. Right, So that it's not just like that piece, it's all of you, all of what your beliefs are, your thinking, all of it is being torn down so it can get to the wound and then all the resistances of which there are many walls, because at the end of the day, it's like, I don't want to die, right? I don't want to die. So I'm going to build this version, convoluted, strange, weird, paralytic, because you think you're doing, but you're not. None of it is you. None of it. And there is a moment, <laughs> so that's why it takes a long time. And that's you have to have patience. And well, how the medicine works is she's going to show you a little and then she's going to cushion you. And then she shows you a little more and then she cushions you. And she's always, what she's doing is she is, there's two things that you're doing in the medicine. You're building a relationship with the medicine because it's an unknown entity at the beginning, right? It's a spirit. It's a plant spirit. So first of all, you're building a relationship and a bond with the medicine. And in this trusting and in this bond making, you are then building an ally that's gonna, of light that's going to give you a cushion, that's going to, you know, little by little, tear you apart. And I mean, dismantle every piece of you. But it's not going to happen in one huge surge. Because yes, you would have a psychotic break. You know, one day you're this and the next day, oh my God, my parents, you know, did this, what, right? It's piece by piece. So each piece, so here I'm going to show you this, Maria. And then I'm going to cushion it and give you divine love and you're going to feel safe. And then another piece. And literally, it's like, you get stand in, my parents show up. It's like my real parents. This nature, this light, this divine being. I mean, she showed me, I was in pure black, pure black. And then there were these Indians that were literally like my parents coming to help me. So you get this enormous bonding with the nature and light and love. And so little pieces, one at a time, are revealed. And the more you build this alliance with the medicine, 
with this love, this incredible love, with this divinity, so more and more can be exposed. By the time you get to the big things, like here's my dad selling me, by that you are willing to move through that resistance because you have had so much connection and alliance and bonding with the medicine. You have so much trust in the medicine. (coughs) When these big waves come, you're ready for them. You know you can get through them because you have this bonding, this connection with the medicine, right? And then it's incredible. At some point, all the pieces are put together and there's this narrative and this like clarity. Okay, at the point you're seeing the whole thing, right? Here's a little piece of the story. Here's another piece of the story. And, and, and you're able to cope with it, right? She's given you enough cushioning, enough love, and she's growing this other piece of you that now you're no, you're no longer attached in that cake. You're outside that cake. The moment you're outside that cake completely, <clears throat> the whole jigsaw puzzle is put back together. The whole narrative is put back together, right? So to go very quickly through it in my situation, I was shown that my father was a predator, right? Like this animal, you know, who was like watching my mother, who was the victim, right? She is, her parents had money, etc. So he, right, everything is shown, right? I had no idea. So he went for her, right? So first, at first she was prey, a victim, brought her to London. I was born, right? He started sexually abusing me. She turned a blind eye. She knew what was going on, right? But accepted it and agreed to it. And then after he realized, oh, I can abuse her, then I'm going to sell her, right? And then the events of being sold, you know, God knows how many years I was being sold to pedophiles. So what happens is now, so you can't see it because you're in it and it's too scary and you don't know the story, right? The medicine pulls you out of the whole poisonous event. So now connected to the medicine, truly rebuilt by the medicine you're no longer in it you can't be affected by it because you're separate from it in the beginning you're in all of it right you're in the lake you're covered up you're terrified you're unconscious as you become conscious your power is returned the power of the captors is reduced and you begin to grow outside of it, right? So I can look now as an audience member at the stage and see them as separate to me. I am no longer attached, bonded, <coughs> right? Because the trick is in childhood, you're bonded, right? You, they're the only ones there. They're the only ones, right? You have to, you have to survive. So you have to bond there. You have to... 
So the whole effort by the medicine is to cleanse you of them, of the events, of the whatever happened, and to wipe you clean so that you are no longer in that cooked cake. You are now the egg as you were originally looking back at them. I can fully see now who they are, what the history was, what happened. And because I'm fully connected to the medicine, they have no power over me. I see the trick. I see what happened. I know who they are. These are not my parents, clearly, right? Absolutely not, right? So that's what the medicine is doing. She's pulling you out of the capture. She's pulling you out of the events in which you were thrown in that had nothing to do with you, but which affected you, which shut you down. And again, mine is extreme, but listen, one in eight girls are sexually abused. It's a big number. But the same thing could be said of physical abuse or, again, you know, all these subtle ways of hurting children, you know, refusing them, rejecting them, passive-aggressive behavior. There's a, a myriad of horrific things um, that are done to children or just... And, and again, I always say this because I think it's very important. If the event happened, it didn't happen once. Right? Once. That person isn't hitting you once. That person isn't screaming at you once. It's not abusing you once. Right? They are doing... They're not changing, right? They're not... Whatever is going on is going on all the time. So for me, what I realize is I grew up in all these lies and manipulation and I don't know how and total dishonesty, how these people could keep this lie. I mean, I don't know. It was so much, dis, dis, there was so much dishonesty. So you're being taken up and out of, it's like being airlifted out of the ocean. Imagine you're in this ocean of sewer, right? And you're just treading water. The medicine comes like the helicopter. It's going to find this little tiny, this little tiny needle in this huge haystack, right? You're in the, the ocean is vast, the Pacific Ocean. She's going to locate where you are because you're just like treading water and you're terrified and you're blacked out. And, and she's going to send the helicopter to get you up and out. So as you're coming up and out, you can see the vast ocean. And that's what's happening with the medicine. As she pulls you up and out of the sewer, you get to see the whole narrative of how and why you ended up there. <clears throat> how it worked. Right? Now you are truly not connected. Now it can truly be pulled out of your system because you're totally conscious of all the events, why they happened, who they were, right? How you were used in these events. And there can be no trauma anymore. And when I say trauma, 
I mean poison. I mean you're carrying the effects of someone in your system that you have no access to. You see everything from, again, like a drone, from above, from a distance, from a that doesn't belong to me place. I am now separate to it, right? Those objects and those people are out there and I'm over here because you have been rebuilt, cleansed by the medicine. The medicine has taken away, has given you back your emotions to feel all the things that they stole so they would keep you hostage are now gone. You now have a viewing capability. You now have the emotions to feel the truth. You have now have the intelligence and the consciousness of who these people truly were. And in all of that light, all the attachments and bonds are removed, either through anger, rage, whatever, it doesn't matter. But they can no longer maintain that hold over you. You see the trick. You see the manipulation, right? As a terrified child stuck inside that place, you have no power, right? You get the power back when you get the courage and the, ally the allegiance of this medicine, the ally that comes with you through this jungle, through this darkness to face everything. And these resistances are in your system. Again, they're literally walls of resistance, which are then, you know, surrounded by these entities of terror. Right, that hold you hostage. And it's interesting because you think, well, I just face a resistance which I say it so easily, it's incredibly difficult to tear these walls down. Um, <clears throat> that's why there's no shrink that's going to get past this. I mean, this is insane. I could barely get through it with the medicine, and that's like nature. So um, you know, these walls are in your system. They're holding you paralyzed. They're holding you hostage. They're keeping you on it. They're, they're the breaker switch. You cannot move. So in front of these walls, before you even get to the wall, frozen, which and with the information of that past, you have to face these walls of, of these mercenaries, these raging demons. One of the first, after meditation, after meditating for about 13 and a half years, I had a very big, powerful, energetic break. Very powerful. I thought I was dying. And there were these circuits of energy going through me. It was like a collapsing black hole. I thought, oh, I'm dying. And then I had this very clear, very clear dream. And it's obviously the universe came to help me, right? And it was, I had to go, I was this little child, I was in New York and I had to go back and I had to face this raging monster in the attic. 
I was terrified of it. And I sent my cousins up and it gobbled them up. So those raging monsters were the mercenaries in front of this war. The terror that had been instilled in me was so huge. It had literally ballooned into these demonic, terrifying creatures. That then they were activated. Like when I was in these ceremonies and at home, they would come up and... They were all the dragons around the truth, right? Let's just put it in some, you know, metaphorical way. Behind these raging dragons and demons that had now completely fully activated within me and had become their own entities, which I was, my face was contorting and God knows what, was a frozen truth, the war that I had to face. And it was one after another. And every time I knew there was like, you know, more of these these raging entities, there was something else to see. I had mistaken them for like these external dragons. No, they weren't. They were, or, you know, some kind of other spirits. No, they were my body's response energetically to the events. The fear that was in my system had converted itself into these active entities. To ensure that I would not, that I'd shut all of this down so I could survive. Right? So, <clears throat> in short, in trauma, you're cooked in with the events. You shut down the events to survive. You surround the events with these, the fear of the events build within you these energetic entities that then actually take on a life form of their own. And in the medicine, the medicine, basically you build an allegiance with the medicine and together with the army that comes to you with the medicine, for me it's been an army of Indians that are connected to you know nature, etc. I've been given this incredible um, connection and allegiance and bond to the light and to love and to nature to go in and face the horror. And so once you face that horror, you are pulled out of your burial ground, you are pulled up and out so you can see the whole landscape of what happened, of all the characters, their motivations, how you were involved in that, right? You are separated from all of it because all of it is not you it happened to you 
but it is not you. You sit outside the cake now, right? They can no longer have power over you. They can no longer be the parents. They can no longer be, you know, you can't have any of those stories, any of the beliefs, nothing. It all collapses when everything is seen. And when I say this, it is, this I'm talking about, I'm, I'm talking in words and thoughts. This has got nothing to do with words and thoughts. All of it happens in the reliving of the experiences, in the visceral reliving of that past in those ceremonies. And there'll be moments that you will not be able to overcome that hurdle because you're, you know, you still need to be massaged down, right? You still have to, you know, conquer your fear. You still have to build that relationship with the plant to give you the confidence to take on the next war. That's okay. I've been in a ceremony where it was like, nothing inside of me moved. I was, it was like I had this thing in me and I just couldn't, shake it and it was the most uncomfortable right I wanted to get through that wall but I couldn't get through that wall so you know I went back and then I came back to the next ceremony I was like tell my you know my little child showed up in front of me more real than me I was like you have to tell me what happened I need to know I, my child was terrified of telling me right You have to become whole. To become whole, you have to pull up everything that is unconscious in your being. And it may be very deep down. It may be really deep. This was beyond. I would never. Okay, this is the deal. Had I not have gone into the medicine, I would never have known any of this. Had I not have known any of this, this shit would have putrefied in my system. And then one day, boom, I'm in a hospital and fucking dying. Because I got some horrible thing, right? You cannot live with shit buried in your system because it's putrefying. It's seeping into your system. It's poisoning you. It's a poison, right? To break the sacred trust of nature is poison in your system. So she's separating you out from the trauma. She's pulling you out. So you can see the whole sequence of events, why the events happened, who these people were, and all your attachments or bonds are then dissolved. And whilst that is going on, she is cushioning you, growing you, ballooning the person that was there before, the the person that shut down in order to see all, in order to, to, you know, to survive. So in the, the, I would say in one place she's deflating the trauma and inflating you, right? She's growing you back. You're waking up. You're becoming whole. You're being here. You're here, right? You're becoming to, you're, you're sort of, you're shooting up and out you know, as a living being, all the while, 
all of these people, all the events are losing all their power. They're going back into the earth to become fertilizer. That's a nice way of putting it. You are separate from them. That means you are connected back to the whole. There's always more information, but that huge chunk that was really kind of the main prison, the main burial ground, has been fully exposed, fully understood, and can no longer exist. It all makes sense to your brain, right? Here are the events. This is what they did. This is who they were. Separate to them, connected to the nature, connected to this incredible divinity, to this spirit, once you have returned your soul and you have had compassion and love and care for your soul, empowered, perhaps there's some, a point, some point there can be forgiveness. I've never talked about that because I've never seen it as, for me it's more of a dissolution. But I recognize that in this empowerment, in this return of all of you, so much greatness is possible, right? As far as, and I'm talking not in terms of anything other than your own sense of being whole. Does that mean I get to be anything? No, I get to be whole. I get to be all of me. I get all of me back. I get my power back. You know, to live in this sort of honest state, this clarity, this articulation of your own authenticity, whatever that looks like, and it, it doesn't need to be anything other than what it is. That's why this medicine is so fucking insanely powerful. That's all. <laughs>